Hey everyone, welcome to the GFN Philly 215 Questions Podcast, the podcast where two guys ask what the one thing is for five different questions to a GFN Philly member. The two guys asking the questions are Bowen Nar and myself, Jim Murphy. Hey, Bowen. Hey, Jimmy. We are pleased to welcome our guest, Matt O'Neill, Valuation Director with Siegfried Advisory. Hey, Matt, welcome to the show. Hey, Jim. Hey, Bowen. All right, since we're close to 50 episodes here, you know the drill. Five questions, and we're going to start with question number one. What's the one thing from your story that's important for people to know? I definitely struggled with open-endedness of this one, but I think just very generally speaking, I've always been a very curious, questioning individual, and I think is partly what drew me to valuation. It's probably an overused cliche, but you know, it's definitely one of those situations where it's much more of an art than a science. I would even go one step further, Matt, that in your world, being intellectually curious, being curious about what it is that you're doing and who you're dealing with would strengthen the relationships that you have with those people so that they would be more open about some of the information they're willing to provide to give you a more accurate number in the end there. So I'm sure your curiosity has served you well in in multiple facets of your personal and professional life. Absolutely. When you're asking questions that clearly show you're engaged and interested in the operations and truly learning about this company, they open up quite a bit more and you get just a lot more out of it. As the great Biggie Small said, you know, anybody can roll up on you and ask what your name and your sign is, but he's going to be the one that asks what your interests are. So it makes a world of difference. If I were you, I think I'd let everyone know that the most important thing about you is that you're actually from Delco. That can be hit or miss. Question number two. What's the one inspirational quote that you would share with the listeners? I really like life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. Absolutely. It goes back to the serenity prayer, the end of it, which is God grant me the wisdom to tell the difference. So, you know, control the things you can control and just make peace with the things you can't, but you'll be happier, right? Not focusing on things that are out of your control and, and feeling helpless or limited. You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. Rapid fire. What's your one podcast? The Philly Special Podcast. What's your one karaoke song? Call Me Maybe. What's your one vacation destination? Croatia. What's your one TV series? Uh, Arrested Development, but only the first three seasons. And what's your one movie? Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I don't like to personally play favorites, but that might be the best five rapid fire question answers we've ever had, Matt. I mean, Carly Ray Jepsen, Croatia, the Philly Specials podcast. Like, I mean, I I knew we were on a good path from the beginning, but I thought you were going to veer into the, say, uh, Shawshank Redemption is their favorite movie just to make Jimmy get mad about the fact I haven't seen that still. So I'm not familiar with the uh, with the podcast there. What is the Philly Special podcast about? So it is fairly new. It's if you've listened or read to any of Shield Kapadia's stuff, it's just all things Philly sports. So I think it's got that right blend of just nerdy enough with all of the analytics and everything else, but not getting too granular in the weeds. So I've enjoyed it a lot so far. Let's talk about the karaoke song selection here. I think it's catchy. I think you get the whole roof singing. Is that kind of the thought process behind it here, Matt? It's more strategic. You can kind of half talk, sing it, and then get some good audience participation in there to really hide my tone deafness there as much as possible. What song was your karaoke song pre-Call Me Maybe? The tone deafness has always been a big problem, so I'm usually avoiding the karaoke bar or, or hiding in the back. 
Car- Carly Ray Jepsen saved Matt from non-participation at yeah, karaoke exactly. bars. That he heard that on the radio the first time, and he goes, "Oh man, we got to get to work. the bars. Give me a mic." Well, luckily here you won't hear any of my terrible karaoke song choices of my younger days. It's never great, and I always pick some high-pitched song. It's always bad news. Luckily here we won't have to share any of those. I think those can be a podcast of themselves. Oh my god! Jimmy yeah. is the is the Frank Sinatra of the GFN in that they both have blue eyes and no other things in common. Yeah, boys and men doesn't suit me on the microphone, that's for sure. It's ambitious. Bowen, I mean, you're a well-traveled individual. Have you been to Croatia before? I have not. My cousin went there. One of his favorite travel stories is they were in Croatia and they did whitewater rafting. And he goes, it's whatever, it's six in the morning and they're in a van and, and the guy is giving them shots of vodka while doing shots of vodka. The guy driving the van and they get there and he goes, do we need helmets? And the guy goes, nah. And he goes, and then we went whitewater rafting down this thing. And he goes, it was absolute madness and crazy. And he goes, it's one of those things where you can absolutely see how people would not survive this. So, yeah, I'm excited to get to Croatia. Beautiful beaches, amazing scenery, kind of the whole way. But we were at one castle. Everything you looked to expect, some type of red rope of areas where you weren't supposed to go or no, nope, you just kind of wandered around on your own. So it was uh, definitely an adventure. Question number four. What's the one charity or cause you would recommend to the listeners? I listened to some of your guys' back catalog, and obviously there's been a lot of great ones named. So I, I tried to go one that's a little bit more unique that I'm a bit familiar with now. It's called Clarify with two eyes, and it's all about providing counseling and financial literacy. I've seen some pretty good work out of them and done some things with them previously. How did you get involved with Clarify? Yeah, my former coworker. Did a lot of counseling and just helped certain individuals with financial questions and general financial literacy topics. One of the first things I did whenever I would hire someone or onboard someone at my old firm was get them to set up their 401k. And they were always like, why are we doing this in like the first two weeks? I'm like, because you're not going to think about it. You're going to have no idea. And it's going to be four or five years from now. And you're going to have tens of thousands of dollars in there. And you're like, oh my, I totally forgot we did that. And more and more states if you follow the legislation, are actually passing laws that require a certain amount of financial literacy to be taught in schools. It seems like a no-brainer. Taxes and financial planning impact everyone's lives in some capacity or another. I'm like everyone else. I graduated from high school and college with not even the most bare bones understanding of the tax code or half-decent financial planning from that perspective. And the last question, what's your one tip for building a meaningful connection? For me, it's as much as possible, aiming for a Zoom meeting over versus just an email or an in-person meeting rather than a Zoom. As much as possible, aiming for the actual human touch point. It's something that I've been able to develop strong relationships with, particularly just aiming for that actual interaction rather than treating the relationship as a purely transactional situation. The one thing I've noticed since the shutdown is it's almost become easier on that front if you actually aim to engage a bit more. I think people in general are just a lot more leaned in and engaged in those types of interactions and conversations. If you're just putting yourself in those situations, a lot of time human nature takes over and you start developing that bond just because you're avoiding the transactional, please tell me the answers to A, B, and C. To put a bow on it and tie it back to your first thing is interactions allow for your curiosity to dive deeper into that relationship as opposed to 
it being a transactional, here are the five responses to your five questions. And then we just use a robot voice that didn't test well with audience, getting people to write that back and having absolutely none of the witty banter or Jim bringing up Delco just way too many times. For some reason, people like that. They, they find it endearing. I think that's really great advice. Even if it could just be an email, if you're not super pressed for time, allowing it to be a conversation, making it a call instead of a text message just makes such a world of difference for people. Yeah, what I take away from that is, is that you make an effort to understand the person you're dealing with. And I think you show them that you care. You know, making the extra effort to make it a phone call, maybe invite someone for coffee. As you mentioned, it's not purely transactional. It may be just to get to better understand someone, something that you won't get back in a response from an email as you would meeting someone in person or hopping on a Zoom or on a phone call. Well, Matt, thanks again for joining us here on the GFN Philly 215 Questions Podcast. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for the time. Oh.